Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Over the years, I've worked with the hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. And now, it's about time for a new episode. Welcome to the World Class Leader Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. and welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. Today I want to talk about change and uh, what are the behaviors and attitudes that we want to see from leaders when we start these major change or transformation initiatives. And the reason why I've decided to touch on this point is because I have seen so many times leaders, the starting, launching these major change initiatives, you know, through major communication events or retreats or big meetings where they essentially say to all the employees, but also the shareholders, hey, we are going to change. We are going to uh, bring innovative solutions. We're going to disrupt the industry. We're going to change completely our culture and so forth, right? So we have seen these things. And no surprisingly, most of the times, these strategies are good to excite uh, the population, the audience, maybe the market. But then, unfortunately, the emotion, the excitement fades away quite quickly after that. So one of the major problems when I see this situation is not just, you know, the negative effect of the change initiative during implementation. Then normally they don't go well. But what normally happens is leaders, they announce these major initiatives and then they uh, appoint someone. It could be one person, could be a small team to execute the change, right? And then very quickly they disappear and they expect just the results. So essentially what they do, they point fingers, say, hey guys, now it's up to you. Go there, go around make the change and come back with the results because that's the vision, that's it. 
But by experience, uh, having worked on many different change initiatives with my, with my clients, I can tell you that uh, leaders go first, as always. If they don't show commitment, if they don't show they are uh, there to make the change themselves first, it's very difficult to drive the level of change internally because people are going to see how the leaders behave when there is a new change initiatives, right? So there are different mistakes that leaders do when they launch these initiatives. So the one, the number one is the one I just mentioned, right? So is launching this major big events and announcing big change as if, you know, people outside of the organization care, right? They don't. So there is an expectation from the market to see leaders act differently when there is uncertainty or when things they don't go as expected, right? However, when I see as a first strategy leaders go public and announce these major initiatives, I don't normally feel very good at that because I know exactly what's going to happen next. And one of the things that normally happen next is the fact that uh, you see these leaders, they... Um, very quickly they start not talking anymore about the change neither externally but more importantly nor internally they don't talk about change their vision with their executive team with the with all employees as soon as they have uh, um, a chance uh, to spend time together in other words as we say they don't walk the talk so imagine a population of employees they have this instruction to start making big changes. And, and we know change is painful. It can be a long process. Uh, it requires a very high level of adaptability in people. And most importantly, big behavioral changes. So imagine all of that. And imagine as well a leader stepping down, right? Or not being in front of everyone, reinforcing the vision for change. So in this scenario, how can you expect the employees that are going to be so committed, enthusiastic about the change when they see their leader, maybe the CEO, that is not committed or, or even actually involved during the project, right? So that's mistake number two. So another warning sign um, shown by leaders that are not very committed uh, to the change uh, they announce themselves is the fact that uh, they don't... Uh, break down barriers internally. What I mean with that is in order to make changes and deliver transformation initiatives, you have to make sure that the teams are all committed, engaging, and also working together. Now, as we all know, one of the major problems in, in organization right now is the fact that many of them, they are working in silos. So teams are working very independently and to some extent is a good thing, but unfortunately, one of the major consequences of that is they don't cooperate and collaborate with other teams. So they don't, they don't know what's going on or they have, most likely, competing priorities. So when that happens, it's, it's clearly difficult then to break down barriers. But it's not the responsibility of these teams, of the team leaders, to break these barriers. It's the leader responsibility to do it, right? So as a leader, if you see that teams and employees, they're not able to drive change, to implement the change because they're still working in silos. You have to be 
absolutely involved in breaking down this barrier. So it's up to you. So that is very important. So just a very quick recap. So we mentioned so far three big mistakes. So one is announcing to the world that you are as a leader, you're making a big change and that is going to impact the company, the organization, the shareholders. And normally that is done through major big retreat or events. So that's number one. The second one is leader not really be committed and involved during the project. So they kick off the project, you know, with all this enthusiasm, but then very quickly they disappear. And it sounds like in front of the employees, they're not really caring so much. And third, we said the ability to break down barriers. So many leaders, they don't do that. They don't realize that's super important nowadays in order to implement change is actually breaking down barriers so making sure people they can collaborate they can work better together and more effectively right another warning sign which is normally very visible and very quickly actually during change initiatives is the fact that project is isn't given substandard enough resources now in particular for medium or large size changes there is always an important cost associated to change. So cost is not only related to the technology changes that you are making, but most of the time is actually really on people. How many people you're going to deploy for the change? And again, if it's a large initiative, normally you need to hire maybe a change leader, maybe hiring an, a, a dedicated change team. But it's not just that. It's also understanding what's the impact on skills development was the impact on changing the organizational design or maybe the structure organization. So all these important changes that are necessary during, during initiative, they normally comes with a cost. But if the project doesn't have enough resources, you know, it's okay to say to all world about your vision for change, but then in reality, you are not making that change easily to be implemented, right? It's impossible to implement it if you don't give enough resources. That's another warning sign. You know, the leaders are not really committed, so maybe they want to make the change, but they don't want really to invest, which is really a nonsense if you think about, right? Another important warning sign, in my experience, is, um, and normally you see this a little bit later during the change, not normally at the, at the first stages, but normally when you are already into the execution. So as we know, change initiatives are painful, are difficult. You know, you, sometimes you, you make one step forward and then you have to make two steps backwards, which is normal, really, during change initiatives. And also during execution, what you realize that maybe there is a higher resistance than you expected. Or the change itself is more complicated than you, than you thought in the first place. Now, one of the problems is if you really believe as a leader that the vision for change is so critical and so important, all these obstacles that you're going to find along the way are normal, sometimes unexpected. It's a part of your risk management, if you like, analysis, right? However, what I've seen too many times, unfortunately, is seeing leaders uh, changing from being advocate about the change and then to become actually the first enemy of the change itself. So they launch the change, they announce it's super important, and then most of the time not in front of everyone, but you know, on a, in, in small meetings or maybe one-to-one -one with other executives, 
what they say is, you know, well, I'm not happy anymore with this change. We are not making progress. It's not going anywhere. I'm not happy with the people. I'm not happy with the, with the process that we use, whatever. To the point, they start saying, you know, well, I don't care anymore. You know, let, let's do something else. However, they don't see this in front of everyone. So people are still working on a change, but, you know, clearly there is no any more commitment from the top because they lost faith and hope on the change itself. Now, that is huge because at, at that point, if you ever reach that point as a leader, you have to make a decision. So either you stop there and you admit that was wrong or... If, again, the vision is so important, you keep doing. You keep working, but you reassess the change initiative. You try to understand, again, what is really happening with the stakeholders, what's working, what's not working, what you have to change, what the resources you need to deploy. You know, that's normal. And again, especially in one, two or three years change or transformation initiative, that, that's a typical time frame. So it's normal to go through these phases, right? So, but again, when I see leaders talk negatively about the change, well, that's something wrong. Maybe it's not the CEO, maybe it's someone in the executive team, but it's the same because you really need to have everyone aligned, all really going, you know, towards the same direction. So that's, you know, another big warning sign that leaders are not committed. So that's it for today. I hope that was uh, useful. Again, we talk about five warning signs that leaders are not committed as they should when there is a change initiative. So big announcement, number one. Number two, we said leaders are not really involved and they vanish or disappear after the beginning assignment. Uh, number three, we said project barriers are not broken down. So teams and people, they are still working in silos. Number four, we said project isn't given significant resources or at least the resources that are necessary to make the change and finally special unit execution leaders talking negatively about the change so what's the point of making that so again if you spot any of these signs during a change initiative well believe me that is a red flag it's a big red flag so you have to internally have a conversation so if you're a leader you have to recognize that that is happening and that's what is going on either how you think about your own change or maybe in, within your executive team. So reassess the situation. On the other hand, if you are an employee and you are facing this, I strongly recommend speaking up. Hopefully there is a, enough psychological safety in the organization to speak openly about this, but you really need to face the situation instead of going on and maybe going nowhere at the end. All right as this is a very interesting topic i really would like to hear from you understanding what you think about this so please send me any comments either uh, on linkedin or you can send me via email at andrea at andrea you can find anyway these links on the show notes and um, and by the way if you like what we shared i strongly recommend actually to leave a review because you know as a podcaster we live we reviews so the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by having positive reviews so i appreciate that and also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think that might be interesting in final note i normally um, summarize the findings of each episode even the ones with the guest uh, on my website and i write every thursday a very interesting 
short summary about what we share. So if you don't want to miss that, you prefer uh, reading, I strongly recommend going to my website, www.andreapetrone.com slash blog. You can subscribe there. I'm not sending any sales thing, just big, good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and I look forward to seeing you next time.